Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Kings chapter 16 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Ahaz, king of Judah. In the 17th year of Pekah, son of Remaliah, Ahaz, son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. Unlike David, his father, he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord his God. He followed the ways of the king of Israel and even sacrificed his son in the fire. Engaging in the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites, he offered sacrifices and burned incense at the high places, on the hilltops, and under every spreading tree. Then Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem and besieged Ahaz, but they could not overpower him. At that time, Rezin, king of Aram, recovered Elath for Aram by driving out the people of Judah. Edomites then moved into Elath and have lived there to this day. Ahaz sent messengers to say to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, I am your servant and vassal. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Aram and of the king of Israel, who are attacking me. And Ahaz took the silver and gold found in the temple of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace and sent it as a gift to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria complied by attacking Damascus and capturing it. He deported its inhabitants to Kur and put Rezin to death. Then King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria. He saw an altar in Damascus and sent to Uriah the priest a sketch of the altar with detailed plans for its construction. So Uriah the priest built an altar in accordance with all the plans that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus and finished it before King Ahaz returned. When the king came back from Damascus and saw the altar, he approached it and presented offering on it. He offered up his burnt offering and grain offering, poured out his drink offering, and splashed the blood of his fellowship offerings against the altar. As for the bronze altar that stood before the Lord, he brought it from the front of the temple, from between the new altar and the temple of the Lord, and put it on the north side of the new altar. King Ahaz then gave these orders to Uriah the priest, and the large new altar offered the morning burnt offering and the evening grain offering, the king's burnt offering and his grain offering, and the burnt offering of all the people of the land, and the grain offering and the drink offering, splash against this altar the blood of all the burnt offerings and sacrifices, but I will use the bronze altar for seeking guidance. And Uriah the priest did just as King Ahaz had ordered. King Ahaz cut off the side panels and removed the basins from the movable stands. He moved the sea from the bronze bulls that supported it and set it on a stone base. He took away the Sabbath canopy that had been built at the temple and removed the royal entryway outside the temple of the Lord in deference to the king of Assyria. As for the other events of the reign of Ahaz and what he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? Ahaz rested with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David, and Hezekiah, his son, succeeded him as king. This is the end of Second Kings chapter 16. So here we read about the reign of Ahaz, king of Judah, and we see how um, the Assyrian king is being asked to come and save Ahaz from from the uh, from Israel oppressing them, and the Assyrian king does that, and then goes back, and then the king Ahaz actually um, then starts giving offering in a temple that is uh, constructed by the orders of of the king of the Assyrian king. So let us pray. 
Father God, thank you so much for your blessings. Thank you for showing us our heart and how ugly it really is and how much greed and power and sin and envy and murderous intents are held in our hearts sometimes. How we need to use the Holy Spirit to purify the blood of Jesus to wash away all that impurity and to leave our hearts pure so that it can be in a state for worship to our God, our only true God. Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit come and purify our hearts so that we can repurpose our life in service of you and praising you and worshiping you throughout all of our life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of 2 Kings chapter 16. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.